Alright, welcome back to the Cinematography Movie Podcast. I'm your host, James Holly, and as always, I'm joined by a good friend, uh, filmmaker, producer, writer, and uh, lover of the Connect Four. Connect Four, uh, Mr. Joe Hines. Hello, Joe. How are you? Uh, hi, James. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, it's good, this recording session, because we're in person. Uh, it feels a little bit more uh, conversational. You know, we don't have the shit internet to have to deal with. Absolutely. Or at least my shit internet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, as you can, as people can probably tell you, yeah, we are we are kind of in the same room, so that's always uh, a help. Uh, we have nice few movies to talk about today. We have Licorice Pizza from uh, PTA, as well as Mother Android, uh, which is, uh, was it Matson Tomlin? Matson Tom- Tomlin, yeah. Matson Tomlin, who's the, like, the writer of The Batman. And Project uh, Power. And Project. Oh fuck, really? <laughs> yeah. You're joking. Yeah. Oh damn, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that was like my worst movie of 2020. Like this one came out, right? Poor Jamie Foxx. Man, uh, he he had a good year this year. He did. Or last year, rather. But yeah, no, uh, sure. And we probably have. What else do we have to? Oh, talk? Scream. 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 Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. the big release. That's the big release. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't get to see Scream, but. I mean, the releases this year so far have been pretty terrible like there hasn't been that many mm. just like big releases especially January I know January isn't like a big month but usually it's like the dumping ground for a lot of shite mm. but this year like January and February there isn't really that much coming out now March obviously with Batman that's kind of the big thing and then I think Uncharted is coming out in March as well oh yippee <laughs> yay <laughs> Damn. So. I'm a massive fan of the Uncharted games and Damn. I couldn't yeah they're, they're excellent they're re- really great um but I couldn't be less enthusiastic about um, the the Tom Holland movie. It looks absolutely atrocious. It looks terrible. Like who who is it? And if it if this movie isn't for me, who is it for? Yeah, I mean, for me, like again, as someone who has never played the games, the biggest like casting kind of headache was Mark Wahlberg. I was like, he looks yeah. nothing. Well, maybe if he had a mustache, but like, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like Tom Holland is doing Indiana Jones. You Pretty know, much, it's yeah. just. Yeah. Can't really be bothered. But this guy this time he's got attitude. Oh he's got attitude. So he's a different character now. I mean he needs a big franchise. Like besides Spider Man, mm. everything else is kind of sank. Do you hear about uh, him meeting with the with the broccolis about being yeah. James Bond? <laughs> like fair enough. Like to be honest with you, like I give him credit for at least trying. Yeah, for and, being and that he, fucking stupid. <laughs> and he kinda get like he even said it himself. Like the pitch, it made no sense. Mm. At least he could kind of laugh about it, as yeah. opposed to being bitchy about it and being like, "Oh, how dare they!" Mm. So I give him credit for that. But yeah, I mean, I don't want to see a, you know, a prepubescent James Bond. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that would be uh, that'd be not great. Who would you rather see be James Bond? I'm I'm still on the board of Idris Elba. I know people oh, say yeah. he's too old. Yeah. But like I know, I just think he has kind of the roughness that I think. Yeah, I mean, if it happened, I'd be okay about it. But I would, I don't like. From a franchise, you know these things are all franchises. He he is fifty. He's fifty, or he's or at least like forty nine. Um. So, yeah, you need to be thinking. You need to be thinking far ahead. But no, I would be complaining if he, if he uh, was James Bond. If he was cast in the morning. I just I can't see like, Tom. Like I can't see Tom Hardy being James Bond. I can't see Tom Hiddleston no. or Charlie Hunnam or um. Henry even Cavill? Like, even Henry Cavill is just like... I feel like he's better in other spirals. Like, Man From U.N.C.L.E. was a great fucking movie, mm. but I just feel like that just got trashed for no 
no reason at all. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like I, I feel like honestly, my opinion now that Amazon bought MGM, I'd like them to do like a TV show of James Bond, mm. like do a classic kind of you know, go like really go into the books. I'm not a huge James Bond fan, but I think if I think the way that they will go is that they won't hire a big name actor. They'll go for someone slightly younger mm. and more unknown. I think that's the way to go, honestly, because it's like whoever has to fill those shoes has such a hard job because mm. No Time to Die was fucking incredible. I think with those uh, sets of criteria in mind, I think Jack O'Connell would be a good choice. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because he's young. He's been in movies, but nothing massive. Probably the biggest thing he's been in is like Unbroken or Money Monster or something like that, you know? Yeah, he was in a great little movie last year called Little Fish. Oh, yeah. Actually written by Matson Matson Tomlin. Oh, yeah. Um and it was like a real kind of tearjerker of a movie and he was fantastic in that. Yeah. And even the year before in Jungleland. Um mm. so he's a fantastic yeah, I mean, if he got hired to play um Double O Seven I'd have no no issues whatsoever. Jungleland was a fine movie. It wasn't like because we saw the trailer before that came out and then you know, it happened and it wasn't like it didn't blow me away. Yeah. Visually, I thought it looked pretty... Henry Winkler's son directed, didn't he? Really? Yeah, I think it's Henry Winkler's son. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that trailer... I know it's such a random thing to say, but, like, that trailer was so fucking good. It was great, like, yeah. It's such a well-cut trailer. Mm. I really liked um, the relationship between Charlie Hunnam and Jack O'Connor. I felt like, yeah. uh, you know, the depiction of them, their kind of... Like, them being brothers, I thought it was really mm. interesting. And, you know, again, it's not... An unheard of thing like you, it was done the fighter, you know, with um, Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I thought it was a nice little movie, yeah. Um, I guess we'll go on to news, and the thing that's kind of got everyone talking is well, also anyway, is, is Moonlight, uh, which is going to be starring Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. Uh, as uh, and Oscar Isaac's going to be playing Mark Spector, Moon Knight, and all the other different personalities. Um, Joe, you're kind of more of an expert on Moon Knight than I am, so I'll get your thoughts on the trailer first. What do you think? Expert? I, d- I don't know about expert. I've read a few of the You've comments. You've read a few comments, yeah. I've read a few of the runs. I mean, I've been kind of... Ever since um, Hawkeye and even uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I've been a little bit worried about Marvel and, um, I suppose, their choice of certain characters and mm. the choice to kind of give them... A big spotlight on Disney Plus, mm. you know. Um, to me, Moon Knight is a character who's incredibly violent, uh, who says the most ridiculous shit. Um, who, not it, uh, first of all, the alter ego of like Moon Knight itself is violent, but Mark Spector and the other personalities that he have, that he has, um, are all very kind of complicated characters to do, and I just don't see a Disney Plus show being able to do that competently and I felt like the trailer while it was well cut there were still certain parts of it where it was like you know oh I I lost my contact lens Mm. like if jokes like that keep coming up throughout the show and again like there's a lot of aspects of the show that I'm looking forward to like Mm. the fact that uh, Benson and Moorhead are directing Mm. Um, I'm huge fans of those guys and they really do like trippy they sound um, like a brand of cigarettes the Benson, best kind, yeah. <laughs> but like they, they do trippy kind of imagery really, really well, and I think that lends itself to Moon Knight, mm. and I'm hoping that it really goes into that. 
But and, and I'm not one of these guys who thinks that everything has to be R-rated. I think that's bullshit. Like, I don't think something has to be 18s and there has to be tits and blood and guts in every episode for it to be... In that blood. order. In, in that order. Um, tits first, blood, then guts. Maybe guts first. Okay. You know, you see, like, a few, like, the pancreas and, and then yeah, the blood. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think that there has to be, like, an extreme amount of violence. Like, I was watching Peacemaker. It's a very violent show, and a lot of the stuff that they talk about is very kind of graphic, and that's why it's R-rated. Mm. But I feel like Moon Knight, there's a certain tone that I'm hoping they achieve, mm. um, a darker kind of tone than the other shows have. Um, and just as well, just going into the character of Moon Knight, he's incredibly violent. I hope that they don't... Like the shot where he's beating the shit out of what looks like a werewolf, that looked very CGI and very mm. kind of... like, Very kind of slow to me. I don't know what your take on it was, but mm. like, and I think the suit looks good, but suit that one right. shot, and I remember there was, um, the, it was like a Disney Plus day that they had, and there was like a little glimpse of that shot, yeah. and it looked really, really good. It looked like it was practical. Mm. And I don't know why they did it up, all kind of computer generated, it looked very kind of, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm being very critical, but it's just because I, I do, I have like kind of, like a real love for this character mm. and I think that he's really interesting and I don't want them to just fuck it up so that they can have another kind of Marvel property that's kind of cannon fodder yeah. where he can you know show up for like one or two jokes in the next Avengers film mm. you know um, I'm hoping that won't be the case the fact that Ethan Hawke is attached and he's very picky about this the stuff that he does it gives me a little bit of hope um, and the fact that one of the writers worked on Fantastic Four um, has me a little nervous but Again, which Fantastic Four? Uh, the Josh Trank one. Ooh. So. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it's not just like the worst Fantastic Four movie, which is like saying something, but it's like that's probably the worst superhero movie ever, along with Catwoman and uh, maybe Elektra. I mean, it's just again like just because a writer did one bad thing, yeah. it doesn't mean that they're for like it doesn't mean that they're you know confined to just doing shit stuff but case in point Mattson Tomlin in, <laughs> in Mother Android um, yeah. but yeah I mean look I, I know I'm being very critical but I am looking forward to the show and I'm hoping that it'll be amazing because yeah. I think that they cast Mark Spector or whoever whatever role he's playing mm. really really well so um, yeah what can I say it was and again like Marvel trailers they're always really cool well I, I like the, the Keep Cody song I thought it was kind of mm. I thought it fit the the aesthetic well I didn't know the song before uh, I heard it really I don't listen to what the kids are listening to <laughs> I'm very I you know the 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 probably most recent album I've heard is um, <laughs> the Bee Gees <laughs> the Bee Gees <laughs> Staying Alive the Staying Alive soundtrack or the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack Saturday Night Fever yeah. that's, that's what I'm on at the moment I like to go Album by album. Interestingly enough, Kid Cudi, he's having like kind of a, a renaissance lately. He's he was in the trailer for X by Ty West, oh, yeah. which was fantastic. He was in Don't Look Up, hmm. um, and he's in the Moon Knight trailer. Well, that East his song is so yeah, good for him. Fair play. He's in Don't Look Up, yeah, which is rough. Don't look up. Don't look up because it's uh, <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, I read an interview with. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and he, he said that he's happy that Don't Look Up is you know um, stirring up conversation but he didn't say he was proud of the movie itself 
like <laughs> Adam McKay he does this thing whenever something stupid is said mm. in like US politics he always like hashtags don't look up he's like man just stop yeah like just like okay you made a movie that was about climate change just get on with it like mm. Yeah. Mm. absolutely I did like the shot though of Kanju. I thought I was so happy that the, he has the massive uh, bird head. Yeah. I was worried that they were gonna like, I know they were gonna cast someone stupid. Like, mm. there's rumors that they were gonna have George Clooney play him. I was like, what? Please don't. Like, please don't. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna play him? I don't know. I mean, I suppose. I don't know. Like, I cast some like Egyptian actor mm. who has an Egyptian accent to play an Egyptian god. You know what I mean? Like you don't need fucking I don't know who the prob who the gas Zach Galifianakis probably. The ghosts of Omar Sharif. Oh god. <laughs> um Zach Galifianakis. He's Greek, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. That's like something that they do though. Yeah. You know, I, I just like Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. Oh my god, could you imagine? Hand reaches out from Sarah Lang yeah, you know. Bruh. Um yeah. John Wick. Uh John Watts. Uh, the director of Spider-Man No Way Home uh, and before that Cop Car and The Clown um, he's going to be producing the next Final Destination film which I think is um, kind of a great return to form for him um, I know I don't know how familiar you are with uh, like his kind of start in directing with like Waverly films you were telling me there last week I wasn't yeah. I didn't know about it last until then but. so like he um he and a few I think he went to NYU or something but he, he, he and a few of his like fellow students they made this YouTube channel called Waverly Films mm. and they just like put up like this weirdest Tina Gomez is great in that by the way Waver- oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> very good um no but they put up like really weird shorts but they're all like fairly funny and um at one stage this is back in like I think I want to say like 2012 mm. um, they made a fake trailer that they had like they even like credited Eli Roth as directing it like as a real movie called The Clown mm. um, and because of that Eli Roth saw that and actually uh, let John Wa- or John Watts um, turn it into a real film um, and that movie is fucking terrifying it's like yeah. a really great it's like a, it reminds me more of like The Fly than like a possession film or like the, or It um, just like this guy like slowly starting to turn into uh, this monster um, and I think it's really great that he's going to be doing Final Destination now because you know I enjoyed the first film in fact I enjoy all the movies I think that they're kind of funny kills in a lot of them um, and just overall entertaining it's it's typical you know teenagers dying in horrific ways yeah. um, but I think you know now I think if they were to reinvigorate the IP, I think, John Watts, and then the story apparently is is an original idea that he had. Um, I think it's a great choice. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I, do, I how familiar with the destination movies are you? I've seen Final Destination three, which I kind of enjoyed. That was the roller coaster one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of liked that one. That was yeah. okay. I watched it with my uh, with my dad years ago. I was very young. It's kind of awkward because like there's a scene where these two uh, girls they go into these tanning beds. They're very oh, familiar yeah. with this. And, um, you know, the the tanning beds are locked and they get absolutely sizzled. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this one where the guy is using, like, the multi-gym. Mm. And he... I don't know how it happened, but, like, the... 
<laughs> the, the, the levers the, yeah. the levers like push in and squash his head and like his brains go over oh that was really good and even the um, you know the kind of nightmare of them or the I don't know what you call it flash forward flashback the premonition, the premonition yeah. that, thank you the premonition it's a great word by the way yeah, it's a uh, yeah um, <laughs> premonition that's a big word for Elmo <laughs> Where did they come from? <laughs> uh, fucking Sesame Street. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. From- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, yeah, it was a fun movie. Yeah. One thing I do hope that they do um, with the last Final Destination movie, especially the bridge scene, which was just like CGI, CGI, CGI. I hope that they do go back to like practical effects. So was that killed- five? That was five, yeah. Well, I remember that in the trailer. That's the only thing I remember from five. Um, th- like there were some kills that were just goofy. Mm. Um, and I hope like this one has like kind of the brutality of the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that first movie was a lot of fun when it came out. I I didn't see it when it came out. Obviously, I was too mm. young. But yeah, going back and rewatching a lot of the other, the entire franchise was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so I hope this is a new edition. That's you know really great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the first look at Batgirl, Leslie Grace. Oh yeah. Uh, we got to see her in her costume. It's uh, it's the kind of purple costume that they had in like the New Fifty Two. Uh, some people don't like this for some reason. Uh, I think it's okay. I think it it works as like a. We all know fir- who doesn't like it. Oh yeah. Like we all know the, the DC fans. <laughs> like the the, but the, the Snyder specific, fans. The specific group of fans. The Snyder cons. I just like. <laughs> Okay, your movie didn't get, or your you got your movie made, yeah, and now you want like five other, t- you know, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Like the movie hasn't even come out yet, give it a chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Honestly, they could have had the perfect suit, and they still would have shot on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think the suit's fine. Um, I actually think the set picture that got released, I think there yesterday, where she has like night vision goggles. Yeah, that was cool. Th- I thought that looked way better. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, again, like the movie hasn't come out yet, but like it has a great cast, like Brendan Fraser, J.K. Simmons. Mm. Um, I think Leslie Grace looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, and she was great in the Heights. Mm. So I'm looking forward to it, honestly. Uh, which is pretty wild to say, considering there's a Flash movie coming out, and like two Superman projects in development, mm. and yeah, I mean, it's weird that a Batgirl property. Two Superman. Is, yeah, there's the Michael B. Jordan oh, yeah. miniseries and then J.J. Abrams. Oh, yeah. Is the J.J. Abrams one like a Black Superman story as well? Well, they're, well I think the J.J. Abrams one is uh, Black Superman, but it's Clark Kent. And oh. then Michael B. Jordan, I think he's uh, he's using... Um, oh, what's his name? Like, is it oh, um, Val something? Val Zod. I think it's Val Zod. That sounds yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that could be cool. I think if they do it, it's like a miniseries. Mm. Um yeah, I don't know what J.J. Abrams is doing. He, 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 he doesn't know either. I guess he's probably tucked away in his mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. he, he wrote the first scene. I don't like, fucking know. He wrote the first scene. He was like, mystery. yeah, um, yeah, man. I feel like every time we talk about something DC, we just spiral into a discussion of like how much of a failure it's been. So I feel like we yeah, should just so like, kill it there. Yeah, yeah. It's um, um I, all I have to say is I'm just glad the Batman is. Is you know operational. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Batman comes out. You're there with your Batman t-shirts and your medium popcorn and coke. 
Yeah. You sit down. Very specific, but you're right. Yeah. You sit down. <laughs> um, you watch the three-hour movie, mm-hmm. and it's utter shite. Yeah. What do you do? Um, Suicide. First <laughs> stage of grief is like denial, isn't it? Or mourning is denial. Yeah, but I feel like you're the kind of person to like call it as it is. Like, oh, if it was you're bad. very kind, but I don't think so. Really? <laughs> I don't. I'm not with that. No, not with that. Batman's very. That Batman's a different story. Anything else? You know. Uh, I'd like to think I would be. You know, I'd I'd put my critics head on, and say, you know, that's bad. If it was bad, I don't. I think it's actually impossible for it to be bad though. I know we have this Mother Android movie coming up, and it's bad. It's very bad. You didn't like it. Enough. I fucking hated it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, Spielberg's done bad stuff. Scorsese. Has he? Has he done bad stuff? Scorsese. Yeah, has he done bad? Uh, he was in... Uh, Shark Tale. Shark Tale. <laughs> Shark Tale. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not bad. It's okay. Uh, it's just weird. Has he made any bad movies? What's that, what's that movie? Kundun? A what? Did he make a movie called Kundun? I don't know about that, no. I saw the DVD cover. I think he did it. Anyway, never mind. Um, I, don't think, I don't think he's made any bad movies. I feel like if I was really religious, I'd hate the the, the temptation of Christ. But yeah, um, I'm not very religious, so mm-hmm. I've never seen a bad movie from the guy. So yeah, okay. Well, I'll pick. Um, I don't know. Fucking. Who's a Who's a good filmmaker who's made bad stuff? Oh, Steven Soderbergh. Steven so yeah, cool. Okay. Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah, all the Bergs. Steven Bergs. Uh, Peterberg. No, he Peterberg isn't that good. Never mind. <laughs> you get my point. The best people are capable of the worst things, like Mother Android, which we'll get on to later. Um, but yeah, it's like kind of all. There's like a 4K re-release of The Godfather coming out for the 50th anniversary. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. They're not changing like the cut or anything like that. Oh, well, that's okay then. Because like you watch the 4K restorations of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and they're like darker, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they kind of fucked those up. That's why. That's why I got the Blu-ray. That makes I hate like I. I just like I'm not I'm so against director's cuts and mm. like. Recoloring like recoloring movies that don't need to be recolored. Mm. You know, like have you ever seen that thing about the Matrix where there's like so many different, like the four K for the Matrix. It, not even the four K. There's just so many different types of Matrix films in terms of like how it's color graded. Mm. It's actually maddening. Like. Some of the cuts, or like some of the, some of the Matrix. But I, I saw one. Um, it was like this graphic on Twitter, of like all the different like media releases where there was like DVD, Blu-ray, like I don't know if Laserdisc was one of them, VHS, mm-hmm. and they were all so different. Um, yeah, I just that that just annoys me. Mm. You know, there should only just be one version. You know, mm. and I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, film is art, even though it is, but like. You know, there's in like seven different types of Mona Lisa's, mm. you know? Mm. I don't know. There's like three of the exorcists, isn't there? There's like three different cuts. I know that, well, I knew that there was like two, but... Yeah. Um, Someone's telling me there's a third one. With like Dawn of the Dead, there's like the can cut, the Argento cut, there's um, there's like the TV cut. Mm. It, like with horror movies, that's pretty common. 
But um, yeah, I just hate that. Like even Scream, we'll talk about it later on. Mm. But the original Scream movie, they had they cut so much shit out of it, like that now we wouldn't even blink an eye at. Yeah. Like blood dripping from a hand, you can't show blood moving. Mm. That that was like a huge thing that the MPA had to. But anyways. Dang. Well, I think I think we're living in a world now where we're just less sensitive to shit like that. Yeah. Largely. But, you know, still a fucked up world. Um, By the way, like, we're talking about, like, the fucked up world. We could all be dead in, like, the next week. Did mm-hmm. you hear about all this shit with Russia? Like, we're here talking about movies and World War Three. I feel like this happens every January. Mm. There's always, like, either North Korea or Russia or, like, some, like, Middle Eastern country is always like, yeah, we're going to nuke everything. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but, like, I feel like... I feel like three times the charm now, like, third times the charm, I should say. Mm. Um... Yeah, I just felt like I needed to bring that up because this could be the last podcast that we ever do before Russia just decides to nuke the place. Mm. Don't you agree? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to get home, Joe. <laughs> 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 I haven't even had dinner yet. Reviews. Yes, but we, we have... But the Equalizer three, if we were to if we were to get blown up today, we wouldn't get to see the Equalizer three from Denzel Washington, Anton Fuqua. I think I could live with myself. I mean, yeah. I didn't. You care. say that, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for the second one. I thought the first one was fun. The second one's so stupid. They have the, they have like a hurricane. <laughs> it's a shootout in in the midst of like a hurricane or like a tornado or something. Yeah, or a really bad storm. I feel like if I was to get killed by an assassin, a movie assassin, mm. Denzel Washington is the one I'd want to do it. Because you know how he like gives the guy the choice, the fans yeah. and shit. Like I yeah. feel like he'd be like, okay, how do you want to die? I'd be like, just do it quick, and he'd be like, okay, mm. three, two, one, and then done. I feel like John Wick, he'd like shoot me in the knee, and then it wouldn't think shoulder, about it, yeah, and then just in the head, yeah. Um, yeah. Denzel would be like, my man, then he just like crack your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, apart from that, that's kind of it, really. Do you talk about the or X trailer? Was that good? Yeah, it was really good. Right, do you want to talk about? It? Yeah, I mean Ty West. He's <laughs> you know Ty West. He's a fucking great horror director. Yeah. Uh, one of those directors that kind of got a start with VHS. Uh, he had a really he had one of the more like subdued kind of um short films in that anthology. Uh, you know, with the girlfriend and all that. I won't spoil it. Um, but this trailer looks really great. I mean, he wrote he wrote it and directed it. Um, it's a really fun concept of an adult film going to shoot in this um, house out in the middle of nowhere and what looks like the 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 old couple from um, that M Night film. You know where the the visit the visit. Mm. I got kind of visit vibes from it. Yeah. Uh, but Mia Goth is in it. She's great. Yeah. Um, Jenna Ortega, who's who's in Scream. She to Kenny Ortega. I don't know. Do you know Kenny Ortega? No. Oh. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> so embarrassed I know that. Oh, he directed all the high school musical movies. Oh, and he directed... Um, like the new ones? Or like the old ones? Uh, is there new ones? Oh, there's oh, a show now. Show. Oh, maybe not the show, but I don't know about the show, but oh, the, the first three. And he also directed um, the Hannah Montana movie, as far as I know. 
Do something with that, you freak. Blow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, up that, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try and do that. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, maybe then. they're cousins. Maybe well, they're. Then. Maybe it's her father. You never know. Maybe. No, um, he's gay, I think. Oh, is he? He's well, gay, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say ew. Joe just uh, said ew because there's a gay person. No, I didn't say that. No. That's, okay, he that's, was like, oh. I must meet him. <laughs> I didn't say that either, no. Um, you don't know where to go from here. Um, I can't tell the difference between my waking life and my dreams. My dreams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fam. Uh, what do you make of his English accent, honestly? Um, I think it's funny. I don't think it's that bad. I've heard worse. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. Um, Small contact. I think it's accurate. Um, I think it would be accurate if it was a hundred years ago. I don't mean that as a criticism, but I also do. It's. Uh, I feel like though, considering he is like Mark Spector's American, mm. if he has this like disassociative kind of personality disorder. Mm. It makes sense that he would have kind of a cartoonish yeah. It's, accent. Yeah, it's, it's one's own interpretation of what an English accent is, and that's right. what they have to work with, with their brain. Um, so, you know. Again, there could be a scene in Moon Knight where someone's like, whereabouts in England are you from? Like, yeah. such a fucking whack accent. Like, what I, don't, I know we're getting back to Moon Knight, but we'll head on to reviews afterwards. Yeah. <clears throat> and you can probably answer this for me, since you've read some of the comics. But how does he... Obviously, he slipped into this... Uh, different personality. How has he set up like a life for himself? Well, unconsciously. Th- well, in in the comics, he has a personality that's like a cab driver. Yeah, and like the whole this thing is, Jake. is yeah, the yeah. whole thing is like he has his ear to the ground in terms of like yeah. the criminal underworld. Yeah. Then obviously Mark Spector, who's like the kind of you know he's like the assassin and he was like an interrogator and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, in terms of the show, what I suspect that they're going to do is it's going to stay with the one personality for the majority of the season. Okay. And then you're going to get flashbacks to Mark Spector. And then I think towards the end of the season, you'll probably get a new personality that okay. could be like, you know, you know that um, where he becomes kind of like a mob boss. Um, where he has like the the uh, the mask. Is that Mr. Knight, is it? Is that what Mr. Knight is? He's like a mob boss. I don't know if that's his name. I can't remember if that's his name, but he was like, yeah. He the was guy with the suit. He was basically a mob boss and he just like wore that suit for ages. Hmm. Um... I love it if they did again like that's the thing you could do so many seasons where you just like completely change the character mm. it lends itself to television so well mm. um, as opposed to like a movie um, god I hope they don't fuck up the show I, I think really, I think it's going to be good I hope so I really hope so man yeah. honestly if Moon Knight isn't good I'll kill myself on live TV don't do that <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'd be more concerned about getting on live television. <laughs> that would be the bigger challenge. Yeah. That would be the bigger challenge. Then, uh, then you'd have to kill yourself having reached that goal. Would you do like a whole like Arthur Fleck type thing? Shooting Robert De Niro in the face. Yeah. Um. Oh, I like him too much. You just go on like the chase. The just... chase, yeah. Or tipping point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tipping point's even more infuriating. So the late late show, just oh, fucking yeah. cap right. That would be okay. That would be okay. Or Ray Darcy. No, his show isn't going anymore. Tommy, uh, you wouldn't want to shoot. Nah, him he's he's good. He's, he's nice. Good. Yeah. He's nice. What other terrible fucking talk show hosts are there in Ireland? 
weren't that many. Eamon, Dum- Eamon Dumphy had one for a while. Oh, I remember that asshole. <laughs> he's, he's a podcast so, now, like us. He's so, like, he was such a bad interview. Ryan Torberty's a terrible interviewer as well. Hmm. Yeah. My sister does a great uh, impression of Eamon Dumphy. Yeah? Yeah. I can't do it because I'm not my sister, but, you know, she does a great impression. She does really good impressions of the Simpsons characters, like Snake, Chief Wiggum, uh, Lou. Did she do Krusty? Um, no, I don't think so. I feel like that's one of the easier ones to do. Yeah. Well, I feel like Homer would be pretty hard. Homer's hard, yeah. yeah. Homer's difficult. Um, Marge? I can do Marge. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Crump with you, honey. That's actually really good. Thank you. That's fucking good. The sisters are are easier to do, because like, Marge, why are you still with Homer? Yeah. <laughs> like they're easier to do, but no, the the Bouviers are are quite, yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're the only ones I can do. I think. I used to do a Schwarzenegger, but then I, I feel very kind of self conscious about it now because I've heard so many good Schwarzenegger impressions. Oh, yeah, go on, do it. Come on. Yeah, I'll get to the chapel. <laughs> Get to the chapel. <laughs> stick around. <laughs> That's good, yeah. yeah. The stick yeah. around one was very good. Yeah. Well done. You know when he's like playing the action here, he's like, oh yeah, we get all these things, we get premature ejaculations. <laughs> <and then." laughs> you know in kindergarten, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's interviewing all the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daddy's a vagina doctor and he looks at vaginas <laughs> all day long. <laughs> Such a Bro. ridiculous movie. Bro. I really want to watch Junior again. Junior I, feel like, is I good. feel like that movie's. I can't believe that movie exists. You it's, know, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's something Seth Rogen would do if it didn't already exist. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work it. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be playing Donkey Kong. That's so funny to me. I, I'm less angry about that than I am like. Chris Pratt playing yeah. Mario. That makes no sense at all. Even like Anya Taylor Joy playing Princess Peach. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Anyway. So would you cast Mario? Not Chris Pratt. I'd cast like uh, Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Just Get out of my fucking light, <laughs> Luigi. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> amateur. He loses all the weight. Goes like the machinist. Yeah. Um, he grows like a perfectly. Spherical <laughs> belly. Every time he one ups, he has like a massive weight increase. He yeah. goes like full Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> he actually has to like um, have um, really serious operations on his spine in order to adjust his height from scene yeah. to scene. They have like an onset surgeon that does that for him because Christian Bale insists on having his height um, altered depending on if his character is hurt or not. I really hope. Like in in Chris Pratt's contract, um, he has to wear the Mario suit while he's doing the voices. Yeah, he insists on it during sex, as far as I know. Really? Yeah. When he's having sex with you? No, with me. Oh yeah. No, I. He goes, I w- he goes to Luigi on that. He doesn't have sex with me. He hates gay people. Does he? Yeah. Says who? His church. Yeah. His church, but also look at him. I'm not gay, but I insinuated I was gay. I wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> Take that cock out of your mouth, James. <laughs> oh, it tastes so good. Um, <laughs> that's going to sound so good. But no, he he wouldn't be gay. In prison, yes, but no, not here. Do I have to cut that bit out? You probably do. Uh, I mean, it, we'll see. We'll see. That's fine. Um, gay people don't listen to this podcast. I hope they do. We're all LGBT allies here. Um, 
You forgot the Q, you bastard. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. What's Q? No, I think it's questioning. I found out that the hard way. Really? Mm. I used to think it was queer, but I think it's questioning. Now. Wait, are you joking? Is that actually true? I think so, yeah. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Because most people think it's queer. I think it's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Well, it was lesbian... Uh, let's not get into it, but... You Could know be question what? time. Question time. <laughs> 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 Could be quiz zone. By the way, just in case we get in trouble for this, James actually is gay, so you can't really give out to James. Yeah. And I haven't said anything too bad. So. My people have been oppressed for long enough. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Do you want to get into some reviews there, Joe? Yeah, let's get into some reviews. Um, Alright, so. Do I start with Mother Android? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there isn't really much to say about Mother Android. Mother Android, in a post-apocalyptic world rocked by a violent android uprising, a young pregnant woman and her boyfriend desperately search for safety. I can ask you, uh, when I give birth, I know that I have to cut the umbilical cord. I, I read it, that I have to. How do I get it out of me? Is it just going to fall out? Or? You can have the baby here. What? I can? I mean, you're past due. You really shouldn't be traveling at all. Sam wants us to get to Boston before I give birth. We're trying to get to this. Families with a child when they're younger, they qualify to take a boat somewhere safe, maybe Asia. Have you heard anything about it? Yeah. Uh a couple of months ago, this is what everyone was doing. When did you get this? In the spring, why? Did you hear something? No. I can ask around for you, but I heard they were only taking the mothers and babies. No fathers. It's a food supply thing. You want to hear the heartbeat? Yeah. Um, James, this movie stars Chloe Grace Moretz, Algie Smith, uh, Raul Castello, who I think is really great. Mm. Um, this is in the movie. There's not many of those people. That's about it. Um, movie came out on Netflix comes out on Hulu I believe in the States uh, written by written and it's a directorial debut by uh, Matt St. Um James he's in One Direction <laughs> it's going so well <laughs> we had such a good flow yeah he's a member of One Direction James what did you think of the movie I thought it was terrible I thought you it was one of the worst things Oh, I mean, it's one of the it's one of four things I've seen this year, um, but I thought it was absolutely awful. And I was expecting I didn't read reviews going into it. Uh, you, I think you had told me that Matson Tomlin had written and directed. He was involved in it. Um, you know, I love his work in in One Direction. Just one of the best bands of all time. And you know, I went into this hopeful and um, had my hopes quickly dashed upon witnessing the. Terrible script of this movie. I think it's awful. I think it's really, really bad. I think the cinematography is actually okay. I think it's pretty serviceable. I think it's I think it's probably the, the movie's only strength. There's actually a shot at the end. Um, I don't want to spoil the movie for people who might want to watch it, but I don't recommend the movie. But there's a, there's like a shot of like 
uh, Chloe Grace Moretz and she's looking all distressed near the end of the movie. And it's her and like, I think they're they're like on like the coast and there was like fucking smoke and like, do you remember yeah, this yeah. shot? I think that's like the best shot in the movie. I yeah, think it's really good. It's good, yeah. Um, but apart from that though, I think, I think, I think Chloe Grace Moretz is a really, 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 really great actress. And I think that she has been burdened with uh, this script and she really does try her best um, you know throughout um, everything else around her though I feel is very lackluster but I think the script is is the is the main issue here really it, it, it's it's quite it's very bad yeah um, and also the VFX not a fan very shoddy I'm kind of conflicted with this movie like mm. I think obviously like the majority of the film takes place in a forest yeah you know, and that's not by accident. I think a lot of that comes down to budget. Um, even when they're in quote unquote Boston, it's like confined to one building. You know, like the hospital is just a wheelchair, mm. a wheelchair length away from this huge reactor that guards the entire city. Um, I agree with you in terms of like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it for a movie that's about like a post-apocalyptic world, it seemed like. It seemed eerily small, like way smaller than I thought it was going to feel like. Yeah. And again, I know that's not really a reason to dislike the movie, but I just felt like I was kind of craving that kind of big, you know, android uprising. And I just felt like, no, it wasn't, it was so confined. Yeah. Um, what's weird about the movie is towards the end where there's something that happens um, and it's like the big emotional kind of payoff in the movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know, man. It got me. Like, I, 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 for some reason, I was like, fuck. Like, and I don't, like, I, I'm not kind of the person that tears up all that often in movies, and it takes a lot to do that. But for some reason... What about I, the boat thing? The boat That's scene. vague enough to say, right? Yeah, that's yeah, vague okay. Um Yeah, that was pretty... And, I, I mean, the, the shot I was talking about, that's the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought the VFX were really great there. Really? Um, oh, oh, in that scene. Yeah, yeah they yeah, in that scene. Yeah. Um, but then there's some things like the, the chase. There's a chase scene involving drones. And I'm like, is this the bit? Like, again, I just feel like with these androids as well, it, it seems so stupid. I just felt like the whole thing of how human-like that they are. Mm. Like, that's like, how much would they cost? Like, you know, in, in word, like, let's say you buy, okay, you want to buy a butler. That thing would have to cost like millions of dollars. Yeah, it would have to. There's yeah. no way those things could be like mass they're too, produced. They're too lifelike. You know, I wouldn't have them just be butlers. I think that's a waste. Okay, I thought about that immediately. I'm mm. like, I'm like, there has to be like other functionalities. Oh yeah, that's really fucked. And then you're kind of siding with the androids. Mm. It's like that kind of leads me on to another thing. It's incredibly derivative, like Terminator and Terminator. The Last of Us, yeah. uh, Children of Men. Yeah, it ain't good. I actually kind of got a little sick when you mentioned like comparing it to the Children of Men. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, yeah. that's like comparing like a masterpiece. I know, to, um, yeah, a turd. A little bit on the road. Um, again, I don't think this movie is horrendous. I actually think it's one of compared to a lot of the shit that Netflix puts out. I think it's worth. I think it's a it's a better movie than a lot of the crap that they put out, mm. um, but yeah, it, it's insanely confined. I think 
uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, I think she's fantastic in it. Mm. LG Smith, I, I thought, was pretty great as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I can't hate on the movie, but there's like a lot of, as I said, like in world, like the way how phones just exploded. Yeah. I'm like, man, that takes out like way more of the population. They did it better in Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like, you know, like the guy, she, she just puts her phone <laughs> up to her head and it's like, it just blows his head off. It's like, yeah. man, nobody would have like a leg. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, phones can't do that. They're not grenades. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. There was that Samsung thing, but they fixed that. And that was just like a little sizzle. Yeah, a little, little like, sizzle. Maybe like Only kind of, you just grill the side of your face. Yeah, it would just be like a bad burn that you yeah. fucking have gone by like a week. It looks bad, but you taste good. So, yeah. <laughs> it smells delicious. It smells delicious. Marinate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. What's our rating you give this? Um, I'm going to give it a two. I, I think, you know, it's not, for me, it's not um, terrible. Mm. It's not, it's by no means great. Um, but I think, and, and I know the story is kind of semi based off um, a real life, or at least Madison Tomlin's um, adoption story. Um, and you could tell there was a really? lot of, yeah, ba- ba- well, obviously there was no androids, but like it, the journey his parents took, and it's like a very loose adaptation. But um, that'd be so cool if it was like <laughs> full on true story. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did you? Like, Is Boston you, that bad? <laughs> why aren't you speaking Korean, dude? Yeah, um, where's he from? America. Uh, he's from America, yeah. Oh. I, I forget there was like some revolution in the country where his parents were from, oh. but uh, yeah, man, like I, you know. I didn't hate the movie. I, I, I don't think, like, if someone said, oh, I might watch Mother Android, I wouldn't be like, no. You know, I'd be like, yeah, go for it, whatever. Yeah. If someone I really hated said, let's watch Mother Android, I was like, okay. You watch that. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I hate this movie. I think it's horrendous. It's a one-star movie. You know, one-star. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll take quite some beating to be worse than this. It's not as bad as a week. You know, I... Somehow, I think there'll be an Amazon film or a Netflix movie uh-huh. that trumps it. Jules Two, Electric Boogaloo. Oh man, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh well, sorry. Why'd you bring that movie? Jules and Deuce flashback. Have you watched that movie yet? Not yet. You need to watch it. I'll watch it when I get home. <laughs> I'll watch it now. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about Scream? Yes. All right. Uh, Set up Scream for me. Okay, so Scream 2022, as I should say. Scream 5. is Yeah, or 5 Cream, as people have been calling it. Well, we got the porn parody name yeah, sorted. There you go. 5 uh, Cream. Ghostface, more like Comeface. <laughs> no, um. Most of the stab movies are based on things that happened here. Defined things. Things like a guy named Billy Loomis and his friend carved up a bunch of high school kids while wearing this Halloween ghost mask. And every decade or so, some idiot gets the bright idea to put on the mask, kill his friends, and get famous too. Last time it happened was in 2011. And I gotta make sure we don't get sliced up by some lunatic who saw Friday the 13th and thought, you know what, that Jason guy, he's got some pretty solid ideas. Look, I'll just say straight up, I fucking love this movie. I think that... Um, it got it got everything that a scream movie should have, and it got it perfect. I felt like 
uh, the new cast as well as the legacy cast and the legacy cast were more sidelined than I thought they were going to be mm. but um, man I loved everyone in this movie I thought the movie was so smart I felt like Radio Silence who worked on it Matt, ben, Matt Bettinelli Olpin and uh, Tyler Gillette I felt like best of banking yet <laughs> I was going to try and rhyme but I was just like no I don't I don't have it um, <laughs> I felt like you know again I, I had my worries that you know obviously sadly Wes passed away and, and he couldn't direct this movie but um, I felt like they did a great job in kind of capturing you know kind of like the, the dynamics of like a screen movie in terms of like jump scares false jump scares um, you know real kind of lingering shots uh, like the opening uh, I thought the opening of this movie was fucking great obviously the opening in any screen movie is like a huge mm-hmm. component of the film and I thought they did it really 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 fucking well in this movie uh, it's also like it's quite brutal like I didn't expect it to be as bloody as it was like and screen movies that's what screen movies have always done well they're not just satire they're actually good slasher films mm. um, and they you know they're good genre movies they're not just it's not like it's um, it's not a scary movie kind of film you know um, I really hope they don't come back I really hope they don't do another scary movie um, but yeah I fucking love this movie I don't know yeah, uh, we're probably constrained with time. I could probably go. On, I, I really want to go into the spoilers, but um, James, I know you're yet to see this film. I have to see. I was going to see it today. And I was like, yeah, just kind of really bothered. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, just I was like, I, I could. I didn't see anything else. I just. I was actually tempted to see Cow, Andrew Andrew Arnold movie, but um, yeah. I want to. I want to kind of eat some meat before I see that. So then, because I feel like when I go out, I'm not going to be wanting to eat meat for a few weeks. So. Or you could just drink milk. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that whole documentary just like a camera strapped to the side of a cow? Uh, yeah, I think two cows. Really? So it's twice as good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Um, it's like a kind of multiplayer thing. One viewer watches the top screen. <laughs> so I can't even make the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mini map of the field. <laughs> You just, hear, you just hear a farmer in the background like, come on, you fucker. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you, you got the you, farmer who's dead on there. You, you, you come from a farming background. Would your, would your folks... Yeah, reluctantly, like, yeah. Would they have like a real kind of uh, interesting way of speaking to cows? Um, of, yeah, I mean, it varies from um, very loving to hostile. <laughs> <laughs> I live beside a huge dairy farm. Yeah. And uh, the farmer, man, some of the things he says... Like it's honestly brutal. Like, mm. like <laughs> my dad makes up words, like new curse words. Yeah, he's like the Susie Dent of swearing. He's like fucking unreal. Uh, he made up the word cunting. Cunting. Yeah, the I, cunting yeah. thing. Oh, oh, have you heard that oh, one? Yeah, Maybe yeah. he stole it. I don't know. Bastard and thing. Bastard and thing. Yes. yes. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, but like, uh, do you ever hear? Do you ever hear the word creel? Creel. Like oh, creel. Yeah. No, like a. I was doing like a I was doing like a job with him there like a few weeks ago and it was like this gate thing it was like a gate it was just a gate he was like here hand me that creel like, what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck's a creel it's, like, it's, it's like, a gate you go to my creed where's that joke where Tessie Thompson's like everything's a Jean you know maybe that's Jean yeah. isn't her character deaf <laughs> <laughs> we defended everyone in this podcast yeah, yeah. Um, no yeah I remember one morning especially deaf people who listen Interpreters are just like 
frowning right now. Um, you're going to have to cut like a lot of this. It's fine. They're not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna listen. Deaf people don't True. listen to this podcast True. or any podcast for um, that matter. No, I remember one morning I went out to school and I heard the farmer next door being like, you're some cunt of a cow. And I was like, what a fucking way to live, like getting up at like yeah. seven o'clock in the morning, yeah. just abusing cows. I think it's good in a way that they, because like it's a very frustrating <laughs> occupation yeah. a lot of times, especially now. Uh, when everything's kind of starting up again. Um, but, like, when you go outside of that bubble, you just can't operate in society at all. Do you think? Yeah. Farmers are just a different breed. So, like, if they, like, got into a kerfuffle, say, in the town? Yeah, oh, well, I mean, I don't know. My my dad just doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> he, just doesn't go, he just doesn't leave, doesn't leave the county. Fair enough. Yeah. Wherever you're comfy, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. How do we talk about cow? Scream. What thing is scream? Or five cream? Five cream. Man, I... Is I, it the five cream of the five honestly, crop? Honestly, I... Here's, here's what we need to do. Right, you need to see the movie. Okay. And then we're going to talk about spoilers. Okay. And I can get, like, really... I, I want to brush over the movie because, again, you haven't seen it. Mm. I think the movie is fucking wonderful. I think all the... I love all the new cast. Um, is Shaggy in it? Well, I don't want to spoil it because no, Shaggy's um, in it then. I mean, I actually like. I mean, he really it's it's a fifty fifty to be honest. Um, I man, I love Matthew Willard. He was so fucking crazy in that first screen movie. Yeah. He kept sticking his tongue out. Mm. You remember that his performance it was so over the top. He was like, he just stick his tongue out like. Yeah, yeah. I'll be That's right like back. a condition he has. Is it? No, I was about to say I was a, it's like a weird form of Tourette's. Tongue rats. He's such an energetic guy. I mean, I remember watching mm. an interview with him on Collider. Remember mm. that Collider? Yeah. Yeah. Is that not still going? Not the way that they used to have. Remember Collider video? They had like the studio and they had all the lads. Oh yeah. They had like Jedi Council and like heroes and stuff. I was obsessed with those. Pack things. of virgins. <laughs> Pack of married virgins. Ah uh, damn. Um, Christian Harloff. He's a, I, I like Christian Harloff. I'm just going to say it up front. I like Christian Harloff. Yeah. I think he's an alright guy. There's some some of them guys that I'm like, hmm. Don't know. Mm. Schmoes knows. I never watched any of that oh, man, I, I love the Schmoes. I heard about them and I just like, I thought the name was so stupid I couldn't watch it. They were, like again, they were one of the first people where it was like, it wasn't so much like, you know like movie talk. Or yeah. it's just like, like it's, this. it's like looking yeah it was more like just friends like chatting about movies mm. it was more shy talking yeah like what we've been doing yeah. <laughs> for the past hour just sure. talking shite absolutely and that's the best kind I think yeah, you yeah. Know? shy talk absolutely not to toot my own horn but I think this has been a great episode I think it's been great it's not over yet Joe it's only just begun well not really we're like we're like almost ending we're almost ending well I said it made no sense what would you give Scream out of five Give it five out of five. Five out of five. Now here, okay. There's gonna be people who nitpick this movie and be like, "Oh, I didn't like this part. I didn't like that reveal." I, did. I had, I was really worried about this movie, and mm. it fits into the Scream, um, series of films so well. I had a fucking blast seeing this movie. It was mm. so refreshing. Man, horror movies like this are so rare now. You know what I mean? Like, you either get weird shit from A twenty four, or you get crap stuff that just gets thrown on Netflix. That's just like. And again, I know people hate uh, reference humour. Mm. Scream does reference humour, but in an actual funny way. Mm. I'm sick and tired of people being like, 
I hope Jason Voorhees doesn't come out and kill it. Like, just leave it to Scream. Scream does it the best, man. Like, honestly. Again, you're going to have to see the movie. We're going to have to talk about spoilers. Because yeah. I'm interested. Because I know you've seen this first film and you've seen parts of We could do a whole episode on spoilers. If you can like. we actually? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Um, you can put four of these things. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even trademarked this shit. Probably shouldn't have said that. Anyway. <laughs> Some fucking Serbian podcast. Please don't steal us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please don't. Um, yeah. I think there's a thing. You go on Apple Podcasts, you go down to the information, it says sentimentality, copyright. I didn't do that. It just does that automatically. So it is copyrighted. Yeah, it's copyright apparently. But I didn't do anything. I didn't see myself. So- you have to pay for that. No, I just saw my... I didn't even have to, have to see like my solicitor. I don't have one, but... You know, I'd like to have one. I feel like this important. isn't something we should be talking about in there, though. Probably not. It's going to be some of the shit out in Russia. Patent pending, like, patent pending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to copyright. Yeah. Weirdly, you single out the Russians there, Joe, but uh, you know, I won't ask Look, you Look, man, just like, <laughs> if you're Russian, just send a letter to your fucking post office, to the government, just be like, don't start World War Three, please. Yeah. The Ukrainians are joining NATO to make sure that Russia doesn't attack you. And you're attacking them because they're joining NATO. Hmm. It's like, come on, you know? Fucking Russians. I love Russians, but like, Putin, man. Come on. Who's your favorite, who's your favorite Russian? Uh, probably probably uh, the guy who Rocky fought. Um, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. He's pretty cool. Nice. Um, I think Lenin's pretty cool. Le- yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he had a pretty cool revolution. Uh Definitely up there. My favourite Beatle. John Lennon. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Was he the one who used to abuse his family? Yeah, that's why I liked him so much. <laughs> Do you know what he sang Imagine? That Gal Gadot song? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, oh, Joss Whedon. He's a piece of shit. He is. That's not news. Firefly though That's a great show I never watched Firefly It's pretty good yeah. I, like, I even like Buffy the Vampire Slayer I'd say they'll bring it back Just not with him Yeah mm. Let's have a licorice pizza Let's New movie from PTA Paul Thomas Anderson Brother of Wes Anderson And uh, W.S. No. Anderson Yeah No um, Licorice Pizza Stars uh, Alana Heim And Cooper Hoffman it follows the story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around, and going through the treacherous navigation of first love in the San Fernando Valley of 1973. What are your plans? I don't know. What's your future look like? I don't know. How do you like working at Tiny Toes? I hate working at Tiny Toes. You should start your own business. <laughs> What business should I be in? I don't know. What do you like? I don't know. You're an actress. You should be an actress. <laughs> so how'd you become such a hotshot actor? I'm a showman. It's my calling. <sighs> I don't know how to do anything else. It's what I'm meant to do. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I've been a song and dance Come man. Come on. Ever since you were a kid. Song and dance man. <laughs> Where are your parents? My mom works for me. Oh, of course she does. Yes, she does, in my public relations company. In your public relations company? Because you have that. Yes. And you're an actor. Yes. And you're a secret agent, too. Well, no, I'm not a secret agent. What do you think of this latest movie from PTA? Yeah, I mean, it was one of my favorite last year. Um, I've seen it a bit now, and I fucking love the movie. 
and I think that um, yeah, I mean, it's everything that I love in a PTA movie. You know, the story just kind of wanders, it, it, like it has no real structure; it just kind of goes from scene to scene. Um, the two main characters, Alana Haim and Cooper Hoffman, I still can't actually get my head around the fact that this is their first movie. Mm. Um, the two of them are just fucking brilliant. Um, and I think it's a testament to obviously PTA directing. You know, um, I think a lot of their performance. Feel like you have to kind of give credit to the fact that yeah you have one of the best directors directing but um i just thought they did such a fucking fantastic job i thought that they had an amazing chemistry in the movie um i, th- I thought the the movie looked incredible like it looked yeah again i was saying this in in Love the top that grainy team. look it has so that grainy look good like obviously we didn't live during the 70s in oh, speak for yourself Valley, but uh <laughs> but uh you know it looked like the 70s. It looked like... I didn't feel like, you know... Yeah, it's wild. Everyone's getting it on. No matter what age you are. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even want to bring that up. I, again, it's like it's been... It's just been brought up so much about like yeah. the age difference and that Asian joke. Again, I, I felt like, personally, that Asian joke was more making fun of the guy who was, like, doing the Asian... Yeah. Uh, voice mm. I felt like it was like oh look how this isn't, this yeah, and this isn't a spoiler by the way it's it's just kind of in the middle of the movie isn't it yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, then with the age difference thing like <laughs> I don't I can't really defend it like that's the thing like I can't really be like actually it is normal and it is right but like mm. at the same time it's a movie that takes place in the 70s in America what's that movie Harry and Maude with the Harry and it's like the teenager uh, he's like well he's like 20-ish and he goes off with this 80 year old woman to get married and stuff but it's kind of similar I've heard that movie even brought up on the trouble of licorice pizza I mean the age difference isn't that big but it is noticeable and illegal but I think I don't mean this as a criticism at all because I love the movie it's I, I'd give it a 5 out of 5 I think it's perfect yeah. um, I was telling you about this like Mark Mold was reviewing this about two weeks ago and he says like you know on the subject of this whole kind of romance between Valentine and Alana Himes' character like you know it's kind of whatever you think it is yeah I think that's a good enough response because of course of course these characters you kind of know from the get go that these characters regardless of what happens at the end of the movie are going to kind of be together in the future when age isn't a problem. I just feel like, you know, I never felt like Cooper Hoffman's character was 15. Like, he had, like his character is so kind of entrepreneurial and mm. self-sufficient in terms of, like, you know, he doesn't rely on his mother, who was played by the waitress. Yeah, um, Mary Elizabeth Ellis. Yeah. You know, to do anything. Like, he, 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 he never seemed like a child. And I mm. think that was kind of probably the attraction that yeah. Lana Haim's character had for him. Mm. Um for me, she doesn't seem that old. That's the thing with me. No, they seem like, about pretty similar ages. Yeah, I mean, the entire, like, I'm, like, sisters, I would have always been like, oh, they're probably, like, early 20s. Yeah. But they've been around for a, a while now. I th- they've made some fucking bangers. I don't really listen to their music. I should I should amend that. BTA directed a few of their... Oh, yeah? Um, That's cool. Their music video. That's cool. They're all, all the Heim family are in this movie. Yeah, they're playing per they're, family. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're actually pretty good. They're pretty good in this. The father was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want more basketball from him. So <laughs> he's like, Matt, um, 
the sister, what's her name? She's like the 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 second oldest sister. She was the one who was always smoking. Oh, yeah, I know your job, but I sure. forget the name. Wow, she's just. I'm sure, she's listening. <laughs> he likes me. <laughs> she sounds like that. She's puffing yeah. on her cigarette. <laughs> That's her exact voice. Joe um, Hines likes me. I really didn't think of any better. Great piece. performance. You know. <laughs> Being in a PTA movie and having the attention of a fine young fellow like Joe Hines. Stop doing <laughs> Yeah. Wow. A girl's dream. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just, just kind of saying what we're all thinking. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought the story itself was was lovely. It, you know, I did get a lot of um. It was reminiscent of kind of the chill, uh, relaxness, that's a word, of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. In that nothing really happens, do but think, everything happens. Do you think, like, all these big directors have, like, a group chat where they're like, all right, for this next, like, five-year time span, we're just going to do movies of, like, our childhood in Hollywood? Because, like, your man... Kenneth Branagh. Well, not even Kenneth Branagh, is it, like, even Babylon? Yeah, you know, like that. I, I guarantee, I like that's probably gonna be like the same kind of chill, like Hollywood, classic Hollywood. Mm. Terence Malick does it. Not me. Some people just don't notice. Like the last three movies he's done is kind of they're kind of biographical. Oh, like a song to song and Night of Cops. A hidden. Um, hidden life. Hidden life. Um, yeah. I don't think I watch a Hidden Life, but that's a long ass movie. Man. Yeah, that's a fucking long movie, but it's a really great film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is one of those kind of chill movies. As I said, it just lingers from scene to scene, um, which I really liked. You know, the characters are kind of the mm. the driving force of the story as opposed to, like, a MacGuffin or a plot point. You know, it's just, like, mm. they open up a business. It does well for a bit. They close it down. They're together. They're not together. They're flirty. They're not flirty. And I loved it for that, so yeah. I'm giving it a five out of five. Nice. It's been a good week for the, for the fives. It has, for me, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can give it a five. I think I said it already. But anyway, we'll go up to Kingsman. Um, yeah, so this is the prequel to Kingsman the Secret Service and Kingsman the Golden Circle. Stairs Brief finds Harris Dickinson, Jaimon Hansu, Gemma Arterton, Reese Efans, Matthew Good, uh, fucking oh, Daniel Brule. I'm listing all these off the top of my head. This is uh, set on the precipice of World War One. And uh, Ray Fiennes is the pacifist uh, Duke of Oxford. He's trying to stop his son from joining the war effort in order to fulfill the dying wish of his mother. But, you know, that doesn't happen. And they eventually uh, go on missions, Kingsman style. You know, Conrad, our ancestors, they were terrible people. They robbed, lied, pillaged, and killed until one day they found themselves noblemen. But that nobility, it never came from chivalry. It came from being tough and ruthless. Back then, to be called a gentleman would have been a death sentence, not the mark of honor it is today. We are Oxfords. Uh, it's directed by Matthew Vaughn, of course, who is yeah. the uh, the mind behind all the other um, Kingsman movies. 
Um, Joe, what do you think of the Kingsman? We saw this yesterday, right? Yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. All the uh, days seem the same. I got a kick out of this movie. Mm. I think it's really fun. Um, I think it kind of dragged out the start a bit, but mm. I felt like it picked up. There's there's so many like great sequences in the film. Mm. I'm not like a huge fan of when movies are just like, oh yeah, you can kind of pick out sequences from each movie, but or from each, you know, I like the whole movie to kind of just be one kind of continuous thing. But uh, yeah, this movie had like a great World War Two sequence. It had a great sequence in Russia. Um, the ending was fantastic. I think that has you know that Matthew Vaughn action, but not as like. It's not as extreme. It's or sexist. <laughs> not as sexist as the Golden Circle. I feel that's a very kind of misogynistic movie. In what way? <sighs> that, uh, what's the music festival? Oh, Coachella? No, the one in the UK. Oh, where he has to, yeah. Yeah. The one with, um, it's Cara Delevingne's sister. Poppy Delevingne. Fuck off, is that? Yeah, yeah. Poppy Delevingne. Uh, she was attractive Glastonbury yeah she is Yeah, she's like a model yeah. is she? yeah oh, that makes sense yeah. she is <laughs> um, yeah the, the Glastonbury scene in Golden Circle if anyone hasn't seen it probably better off but it's and even the the, the anal thing at the end of the first one isn't it not, it's not great is it? it's so uncalled for I remember it's when, I so, first, when I first watched it I watched it with my dad I was fucking mortified. I watched it. I didn't catch what she said. Yeah. I, I looked at my sister. I was like, what did she say? And she was like, no, no, no. But yeah, it, it is uncalled for. I think this is a step in the right direction for Matthew Vaughn. Uh, although the, the shock meter is turned up to 11 still, there, there is a shocking moment in this movie. There's a few, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 There's, there's, a, there's a big twist I just didn't see. I, we should have seen it all coming. They do foreshadow it, but it's like... Yeah, yeah I mean... I felt like, I felt like with some movies, like with Wonder Woman, I didn't really like how they depicted World War One. Like it was gritty; it looked like World War One, but it, I didn't. I, I didn't. I felt like, you know, Ares being like the cause of World War One. I was like, Ares wasn't the cause of World War One. Like, stop. David Thewlis was. Yeah, it's like, you know, mm. there was an assassination, and you know. Do you know when? Do you know when they're on the boat in in Wonder Woman, and she just like she has like this drink in her hand. And she's like to Chris Pine, we have enough champagne to fill the night. <laughs> she just fucks out. Yeah. That doesn't happen. <laughs> just, I, want, I wanted to mention that for a while. It's just one of the worst line readings I've ever heard. That movie's going to be wild. It's crazy. Letitia Wright is in it. And it could Army be good, Hammer. though. Like, it could be, be a good The first movie. one isn't great. I, I think it's okay. Well, it's, Murder on the Orient. Yeah. yeah, it's very <laughs> meh. But yeah, Ryan Johnson's probably just fucking laughing his ass off. Oh, it's hilarious! Yeah, yeah. yeah he even though even though screams are really good, who done it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all the screams are, but hmm. yeah, maybe this is the year of who done it. We should do. We should do like the most anticipated list for uh, this year because there's some fucking bangers coming. I mean, there's a new Spielberg, a new Scorsese, hmm. uh, a new Michael Bay movie. Ambu Elliance. Ambu Elliance. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't he another movie coming out after that as well? Um, yeah, he has like a biography coming out. Does he? Yeah, it's like black and white. <laughs> You're joking. No, I'm not joking. Really? Yeah. Of him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're joking. No. I am joking, yeah. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> oh, you had me so excited there. I was going to laugh at that for fucking... Oh, man. It's in the 4-3 aspect ratio. You know, you know what it's called? It's called the Fincher. 
Ja, oh, ist Carl Finch. Genau, ist Carl Finch. Little Finch. Da wär's ein. Ist Carl Finchy. Finchy, ja. Finchy. I don't know, man. It was a fun movie. Like, again, the Kingsman movies, I don't mm. look that deep into them. I think they're fun action films. First one's great. First one's still on top. This oh, yeah. this yeah. new one is better than The Golden Circle. Although I I do like The Golden Circle more than most people. I hate The Golden Circle. I, I think the last fight scene in The Golden Circle was pretty exciting. I mean, With uh, Pedro Pascal. The Take Me Home Country Roads. Yeah. Again, it was one of those things where mm. it really got me. I was like, oh, man, they kill so many people. I was like, yeah. you don't have to kill these people. Yeah. Like, you're probably going to do a trilogy. Just, like, keep them alive a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was such a stupid cop-out way to kill him as well. With the mind. Made no sense. There was no need. Yeah. You know? They can do all these fantastical things, but they can't, like... You know, you see in different movies, in, like, The Five Bloods, for example, where a person steps on a landmine, and they, you know, they get him out of it. They, they can, like, fucking pretty much fly at this stage. They can pretty much, like, you know, jump, like, ten meters. Yeah, when he, like, jumps on the... Yeah, they, yeah. They, could, they could have thought of some other way. And no, landmines stumped them. <laughs> we can do everything else, but nah, landmines, nah. I swear to fuck, if he comes back in the next movie with like a robot leg or something, you need like two robot legs. Wouldn't like surprise me. I never thought about that, but yeah, wouldn't surprise me. He, no, he pretty much all blew up. He was gone. I hope the states, like, I hope like Channing Tatum and, and um, Halle Berry are in it. Mm. Um, I like the states. They were absolutely wasted in that last one. Yeah. Uh, but, like, one of the things I liked about this movie, it didn't, like, hit you over the head constantly with, like, references to um, the Kingsman films. Yeah, that's true. Like, it made reference to stuff, but I felt like... This could did. absolutely be an entry point for someone to the franchise. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I thought, like, the... Uh, again, I don't want to give anything away, but there was just some references to stuff that's, like, yeah. basic, like, Kingsman-like, you know. Mm. Stuff and I was just like, yeah, that was really great. There's one thing, you know, the uh, manners maketh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, like, I was kind of, why did that person say it? Remember at the end? It made no sense. Yeah. Like, why? It's a bit spoilery, but yeah, we can, I guess we can talk about how that made no sense. Like, again. They weren't even a thing. Like, I felt like if somebody was going to have that saying coined, mm. it should have been, um, what's his name? Voldemort. Um, Ray Fiennes. Or even um, Harris Dickinson, yeah. Yeah. I like that they did that, by the way, with the names. It was his idea. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. cool. I liked that. Um, I liked how your man was the quartermaster as well. Yeah. I, I didn't, honestly, I was like, I, I was trying to piece it together in my head, and then when they started saying it, I was like, that makes so much mm-hmm. fucking sense. Mm-hmm. They said um, the start, though, didn't they? Mm-hmm. He named him at the start. He said, you be Merlin. In the flashback at the start. Yeah, but I'm just slow. So I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about the key element there, James. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I came in late. It was like I'm the end. Not the brightest bulb. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'd give it a. I'd give it a three point five out of. I'm the same. I give it a three point five out of five as well. When it comes to ranking, I feel like three is like very meh, right? Yeah. Three point five is like a good movie. Yeah. Four is like you should watch it. It's very five good. is like. There will be blood. We should probably have these like written in front of us when we're like reviewing the things. Like have an actual have a word to associate with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I, I yeah, we'd recommend King, the Kingsman. I mean, now because there's like so little in cinemas, especially if you've seen like the big releases like yeah. Spider Man and all that sort of shit. Um, I mean, it depends obviously on your like. This is like a 15, 16th film, so yeah. If it was between this and Scream, I'm still saying go and see Scream, but. Mm. 
Um, fuck it, I'd say bring your kids to this. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it, like, fuck it, like, why not? Like, well, apart from like, you know, I mean, there's an ending like super bad. Like, there's people that get shot, but like, come on, kids have seen that shit. Like, it's, if you have like a ten year old, I feel like you can bring a ten year old to see this movie. Mm. Absolutely. Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, sure. That's the end of the reviews, and that's the end of the show. I'd like to thank uh, Mr. Joe Hines for joining me on yet another escape into the world of Sydney. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, James. Um, yeah, had a lot of fun. Great to be in person. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we need to go. We need to See go. Yeah, goodbye.